ladies and gentlemen, our topic for today is whatever happened to facts and knowledge? Our education establishment wants to cancel everything that schools were once devoted to. The U.S. used to be run by captains of industry. Now we have been conquered by captains of ignorance. These silly people never saw a vacuum they don't love. David Copperfield, the famous magician, is famous for making a whole airplane disappear. A Learjet encircled by 30 people vanishes. Very impressive. Our education establishment wants to surpass Copperfield. They hope to make everything disappear. Starting a hundred years ago, our progressive educators became increasingly obsessed with discarding knowledge, facts, geography, history, science, grammar, and traditional content of every kind. Schools and teachers are urged to accommodate so-called reforms that glorify taking away from the academic side of life. Obvious questions are, why do we want to do that? What are we getting instead? Not much. About 20 years ago, a great number of videos sprouted on YouTube, all preaching the wonders of 21st century learning. That's in all in caps. The recipe was emphatic. Everything has changed, so get rid of all that old-fashioned categories such as information and knowledge. And instead, let's emphasize the newfangled stuff. Critical thinking. Cooperation. Creativity. Global literacy. Health literacy. Financial literacy. Communication. Civic literacy. Global awareness. Digital literacy. Collaboration etc 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 so much pretentious jargon signifying nothing a new alibi opened up as social justice warriors found more reason for anger and resentment once students are made to open their eyes history turns out to be nothing but a parade of politically incorrect affronts that must be terminated still more recently a new approach surged to the forefront it's called Social and Emotional Learning, S-E-L. Forget reading and writing for all that stuff. The real agenda that schools should cover are, open quote, attitudes and skills necessary to understand and manage emotions. Set and achieve positive goals. Feel and show empathy for their others establish and maintain positive relationships and make responsible decisions. Close quote. Our professors of education promote terminating everything once considered the reason for education. Meanwhile, as newfound literacies emerge, the education establishment seems to know that the illusions of education must be maintained even as schools become empty shells. An old blueprint has been put on steroids. Projects, as in project-based education, are more ambitious, more all-consuming. For example, one team of students spent weeks designing a river's new shape, every detail of it. Can high school kids understand the dangers in this activity? In focusing on a huge but imaginary project, students may be kept from mastering the practical knowledge needed to work on real-world problems. 
Can you remember a science project you made? It may have been rough, even amateurish, like the clay model I made of the human eye. But I never forgot the real reasons taught by that eye. I was trying as best I could to connect to the real world, not drift off into an imaginary world. What exactly, we might, we might ask, is reality's big sin? Why do our professors of education want so desperately to avoid it? Traditional education was intended to take you closer to reality and deeper into reality. Now it seems that education's aim is to minimize contact with reality, to make sure you never run into it. Now, summing up, it's important to realize that a huge transformation is being described here. Students get empty phoniness, real-world knowledge is avoided. Isn't that like coddling soldiers in basic training so they go to the front lines not knowing how to clean a rifle? They'll be the first to die. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. 7. Analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.